That's that's the same price. Actually, it's less because it's 20 percent off right now. So I'll just do that instead. Fuck it. You know, these people. Fuck it. They're why are they ruining things that I like doing it live? Man, it's a bummer. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Yeah. You know, it's not a butter. A butter. A butter. What isn't? No, it's not. I can't believe it's not butter. What's not a butter? What's not a butter? Well, this isn't. Hey there, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Pixel It. My name is Kevin. With me, as always, is Phil. And uh, today we got a a brand new series for you. We're talking Halo First Strike by Eric Nyland, who also wrote Fall of Reach, correct? That's the... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Back. Getting Mr. Nyland back. So... uh, Started us off with this series. Yeah. Phil, can you remind us who who the heck Eric Nyland is? Eric Nyland is a novelist. He he, He was the guy, as I said, who started the Halo series. He's written up. He's written a bunch of them, not recently, uh, but he is one of our great writers for hire. Let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, actually, <laughs> here's something that's uh, that's interesting. He actually went to school for chemistry. He he has a a master of science in chemical oh. physics, uh, which honestly, kind of makes sense. Yeah, 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 makes yeah. some sense. Um, he's written for some graphic novels. He's done a lot of Halo stuff, mostly Halo stuff. Uh, but actually, he's also the author of uh, Crimson Skies, which I would love for us to get around to eventually because I loved that game. Um, but uh, he's done some original stuff, but mostly what he seems to be known for is the Halo series. Uh, he started in 2001 and uh, wrote for them right up until 2000 and nine and uh he doesn't have any the most recent thing he has is a a, a series the hero of thera series mm. that started in 2017 and the last one came out in 2019 so I, i'm guessing that's his latest baby yeah yeah so and halo as a game uh, i mean it's halo it, we this is yeah. our this is actually our fourth halo book that we're covering fourth fourth I mean, that's definitely the most of any series. That's the most of any series. We're picking up our third uh, Resident Evil book at some point. Uh, But yeah, this is the fourth Halo book. And it's... I mean, they've always been so consistent. It makes sense. They've been consistent and there's a million of them. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of Halo books. So, I mean, we, we could just do a podcast on Halo books and we probably would run for quite a while. So I think we're, yeah. I think we're in pretty good shape. Um, yeah. This takes place in between uh, Halo Combat Evolved and Halo 2 um, and is actually set right after the, there's, there's a couple sections to the book. The first section or section zero and section one, we'll talk about section zero and section one tonight. Section zero happens during the fall of reach and mm-hmm. section one is happening after the events, almost immediately after the events of uh, Halo Combat Evolved. Um, yes. So we're just going to go ahead and get right into it. Um, Let's do it. So section zero, chapter one. Uh, this is actually kind of interesting because it's a retelling of the later chapters of the Fall of Reach, uh, mm-hmm. except from the point of view of one of the other Sp- Spartans, uh, Fred. Um, the, who's, who's one of the team leaders on the, uh, the Spartan squad. So 
as a reminder, the Spartans, when Reach uh, was attacked, they were off on a mission. They were about to leave on a mission to go take a Covenant ship, take it into Covenant space, and then capture a Covenant leader and bargain a piece with the Covenant uh, for that Covenant leader's life. Uh, mm-hmm. They got interrupted by uh, the attack on Reach, so they got to turn around and they split up. There's uh, three go off onto the, um, three of them go off onto the, uh, to get to one of the UNSC ships that had the location of Earth on it and it was in dry dock. So they had to destroy it before the Covenant got it. So Master Chief and two others go and do that. The rest of them go down to reach to try to help out and stop the ground uh, invasion. Um, So Fred is leading that team, Team Red. And uh, the Pelican, they get on a Pelican, they're taking it down to to reach, and oh boy, is it blown up. Uh, And the the Spartans have to jump out of it uh, (laughs) while it's in the air. And at one point, Fred, um, uh, Fred is like, this is like parasailing. Except there's no parachute, and it's like it's right. just, it's just falling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, if you're not paying attention during this scene, you might completely miss uh, uh, the fact that they are just they just jumped out of the goddamn ship. Like there's no, yeah, there's no plan really. Just <laughs> there's no plan. The ship's going down. It's blowing up. They got to go. Yep. So they go. And they go. Uh, that's uh, chapter one and into chapter two. Fred is like. Hey, uh, aim for the trees. They'll break your landing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know we're dealing with super soldiers here, but this does get a little, um, what was that movie? Uh, the other guys, the ones uh, where, uh, where, um, have you seen that with, uh, Oh, uh, Marky Mark and yeah, yeah, Will yeah. Ferrell. Yeah. It's, it's very the rock and, uh, uh, Samuel Jackson, like just jumping off a building and, and it just, no explanation until they splatter on the on the concrete. It, it's <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yep. Yep. So they they uh, they do that, and it's a two thousand foot drop from the pelican to the ground, which is you know the pelican was closer to the ground than you than you thought it was. It's not like they were in the stratosphere still. They were right. They were most right. of the way down. It's only two thousand feet, which just two thousand is like it's not even a just, mile. Just look up the the Burj Khalifa tower and yeah. uh, imagine jumping off the top of that. No sweat. No sweat. I think we could all do that. I think we could all do that. I think we could handle that. Lonelier um, or not, it's 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 a simple enough thing. Or as the guy in the audiobook says. Majolnir. Ah, he's, the return of Majolnir. He's back. Oh, he's back, baby. That's what we need. That's that's actual merch that we need to make, where it's a sticker that's just the phonetic uh, M- uh, pronunciation. Majolnir. We absolutely need that. So we, we absolutely need that. Um, so uh, they land, and uh, the Spartans are scattered. A lot of them have lost their guns as the, as that happens when you drop out of a for two thousand feet, and sure. um, they they come upon a group of Marines um, uh, that uh, were just involved in a skirmish between the Covenant and the UNSC, and it's four Marines, and they're like the only ones left out of the ground horses. Yeah. They are it. <laughs> they are it. They're like, what company are you with? And there's like, company, sir. 
Where there is no company. <laughs> There's no company. Company schmumpany. And even having come from uh 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 uh, uh Kelly Gay's uh recent Vietnam fest of Halo, that's pretty goddamn bleak. Like, <laughs> it's like oh, oh boy. Oh, oh man. Oh no. Um, this ain't great. Yeah, it ain't great. Uh, so we're in chapter three now. Um, and it it seems like there's a lot of mismanagement going on because basically the Marines weren't killed by the Covenant. They were killed by airstrikes. Yeah, ordered, they just got <laughs> bombed to shit and back. Ordered by their own side. <laughs> <laughs> the hell, man. Yeah. <laughs> And we find out, Fred finds out that there's this naval admiral uh, who has, you know, zero experience commanding a ground defense, uh, is responsible yeah. for ordering these things. Um, and the reason why he did that is because he wanted his team, him and his team evacuated above everything else. So right. no securing any any defensive positions nope just get the admiral out just just get us the hell out and 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 it's so polite it's so diplomatic where they're like i'm sure he's a really good admirable but admirable he's an admirable admiral he's an admirable admirable uh, but uh but probably doesn't uh, need to be leading ground troops let's no. just say let's just say he, yeah. he's probably not an admirable admirable probably not yeah they give him more credit than maybe he deserves yeah yeah um so Fred's like, all right, I got 17 of my 22 guys left. Uh, <laughs> this is going to go great. So five, five died in the impact. <laughs> Which, you know what? And he gives himself shit for it. And I'm like, dude, you, you know? literally dropped half a mile uh, from the atmosphere. <laughs> not bad. I'm going to just go ahead and say not bad. Not bad. You know, you got, wow. you got, you got a lot of, that's a pretty good survival rating right there nope. on falling, yeah, that is mm. falling off the top of the Burj Khalifa. I got to yeah, check. Probably better than you deserve to be completely honest. I'm double checking to see Burj Khalifa is how tall is that? Um, oh, it's even okay. The Burj Khalifa is taller than that. Um, it oh, is, okay. it is 2,717 feet tall. Okay. So it's not even that it's not, not even, even that. that it's two thirds up the Burj Khalifa. I yeah. mean, if Tom Cruise can do it, a Spartan can do it. Exactly. If, if, if Scientology can defend him, then Majolnir armor can defend everybody else. The power of Xenu. That's their, Absolutely. that's their God, right? I, it's, it's one of the dudes. It's one of the names. Yeah. Don't sue us. Don't sue us, please. Um, we don't have anything to offer you. We, don't, we have nothing to give you. Yeah. Um, nothing. nothing. <laughs> so he splits up his groups. Uh, the group of the Spartans that are critically injured, they stay there. They can hold, they can, he's like, just stay here and hold this spot. And they're like, yeah. you know, they all have broken legs and they're like, got it, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Sounds like a plan, sir. Uh, one group goes to extract the Admiral. The other is going to go guard the generators. And then the main team of, of Fred, uh, Kelly, and another dude, uh, they're going to go try to kill everything else. Yes. Um, yes. And the chapter ends with Fred and company stealing some banshees. So chapter four, 
those three Spartans take the Banshees and make a Death Star trench run on the Covenant oh, outpost. Absolutely do. <laughs> There's no other way of putting it. They take out as many as they can. Uh, Josh, who was the other Spartan, he got killed right away. Um, he was the Porkins of the group. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, no fine, I'm fine. I'm um, fine. I'm fine. Blind out of there. Yeah. Fred and Kelly land in the woods, and Fred estimates that they killed around 10,000 Covenant soldiers with that strafing run. Just, <laughs> just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Yeah, 10,000. Fuck it. Like, Fuck what it doesn't matter. Why not add another? Why just add another zero. I, I would believe yeah, fine. it. fine. 100,000. I don't care. It's going to make about as much difference in the end. It doesn't matter. Um, and then they look up at the sky and they're like, ah, shit. The Covenant yeah. is now starting the plasma bombardment to glass the planet. Yeah. End of section zero. Yeah. <laughs> That's our flashback. That's our prologue. Prologue. Um, section one Jeez. is called Threshold and it starts with chapter five and Master Chief is sitting awkwardly in the the pilot seat of a long sword. And it's like, there's a, Eric Nyland writes, make sure to note that he doesn't fit properly. So I just imagined yeah. him just like jammed in just yeah pilot seat. The armor's too big. It's built for somebody who's like a normal size he's, person. He's nearly seven feet tall. And then he has this right. big bulky armor on it. It's, it's built for somebody who's not in, like, small tank armor. You've heard of plate armor. Yeah. You've heard of chain armor, leather armor. This is tank armor is basically what he's wearing. Are you, are you making fun of my automobile? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Steps out. <laughs> God, I hadn't thought of that one forever. Um. So they're flying around. He's scanning. They're ta he's talking to Cortana, and then Cortana picks up on a signal. And what follows are several pages of, I'm just going to call it Spartan magic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're familiar with this. We've seen it before. So basically, uh, he sees that there's cryopods out it floating in space, and he opens the cockpit of the longsword, and he tethers himself to the seat, and he... Cortana's flying the longsword while he's free-floating in space, just tethered yep. to it via rope, and he's grabbing the cryo tubes and and tethering them to himself and then yeah. to the longsword. <laughs> it's so it's the most here's the thing. This is the fourth book uh, of this entire series that we've uh uh read, and this is the most video game uh uh scene. In any of the books, it, you could see it. You're like, okay, yeah. X to attach, attach tube, X to attach tube. And you're just like, yeah, fine. Fuck it. Yeah, we got it. What's up, buddy? Why are you growling? Uh-oh. Oh, uh, there's a dog barking outside. He's not happy about it. Uh... Oh. <gasps> what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it, buddy? You going to start some shit? I mean, he's a pretty fierce warrior. You yeah. can tell just by looking at him. Oh, man, I can't believe it. Kevin's going to let this dog, this little dog, he's let it out. He's let it out. It's going to war all with Kevin's. Yes. That dog, that dog doesn't know. It's it's just gone out into the mean streets. You just released it. 
Yeah. Oh, I hear him. He's out there now. That poor dog out there has no idea what kind of hell is coming with him. Yeah. Uh, that is that is going to get nasty. There's just going to be there's going to be dog barking in the background for a bit you're now. Re- you're really going to piss off your HOA, man. This is just- <laughs> they talked to us once about it. They're like, your dog is too loud. And I was like, <laughs> what? A- I mean, he's like, he runs around he's, he's, in the backyard and he barks at everybody. And I'm like, yeah, he's he's dog. T- <laughs> He's a dog, dog and he's a tough guy. And you're like, you don't want to be barked at? Don't walk by my backyard. What do I? What do you want me to do? HOAs are like 35% of why me and my wife want to live out in the woods. Yeah. Uh, we've never dealt with one ourselves, but we have enough friends and family who have that we're like, no, thank you. Just skipping straight over that. Yeah. I mean, it's like having like, it's like you, you save up and you, you, you get the money and you buy your house and then you're like, okay. Well, you still have a, uh, it's like you still have a landlord, sort of. Yeah. 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 It's like you, you spent all that time saving up money to move out of your parents' basement and you just got a new parent uh, yeah. who's going to nag you to death. It's real bad. He's like, you know, uh, you need to clean your driveway and be like, thanks. I'm not going to do that. I was going to. Thanks. I, I remember, I literally remember one of our landlords, like we got covid yeah. Me and Emily were both sick with COVID and my landlord <laughs> sent us a message. It was like, uh, are you guys going to mow the lawn anytime soon? And I had literally, I was feeling better and I literally had told myself I'm going to mow the lawn today. Yeah. And, um, and instead I wrote back, sorry, we have COVID. And I let the grass grow another week. <laughs> uh, out of pure spite, I was planning on doing this thing. And uh, oh, we lost focus on you. Yeah, this is we. When we lose focus on the plot, we lose focus in real life. What it's if like I, dying in a dream. What if I like leave and then come back? That works. Kinda, that worked. Yeah, yeah, that did the job. Okay, yeah. You you shocked the camera into working. Yeah, I had a beverage somewhere, but. <laughs> We're off to a great start tonight. Anyway. Dude, this is good. <laughs> this is real good shit. This is what the people came here for. Halo first strike, motherfucker. This is all staying in. Good. It's all, it's all in. It's all staying you're gonna, in. You're going to love this. You're it's gonna great. Love every, every inch it, of this podcast. You're going to take every inch of this podcast. So Spartan Magic. Um, they also, <laughs> there's like a pelican nearby that's doing the Han Solo uh, trick yep. on a, uh, on a piece of rock. Um, then when I say the Han Solo trick, uh, if you don't know what I mean, it's when the the Millennium Falcon parked on the back of the Star Destroyer, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't see, they couldn't see it. It was like, and that's oh, yeah. I misunderstood. I thought I thought you meant getting murdered by your kid. <laughs> Spoiler. Ah, Spo- spoilers! 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 Um. Yeah. Anyway, the Pel- there's some Covenant fighters that try to blow up the longsword, uh, which would have been bad for Master Chief, but it's oh, sure. uh, the Pelican revs up and, and is able to chase them off. And then the Pelican and the longsword start doing some shenanigans by lining up the Covenant. So there's these Covenant cruisers out there, and there's a Covenant flagship, and they're kind of like in two different battle groups. And they fly in between them so that they can get the the 
Covenant cruisers to stop firing at them because yes. once they're in between, the Covenant cruisers are like, well, we can't shoot at the flagship uh, mm-hmm. in the direction of the flagship. So they stop. Um, and then uh, Master Chief Docks with the Pelican opens up and there is uh, Sergeant Johnson, Sergeant Avery Johnson, ready to go. Uh, he is, um, he's, he's a, a mean mother and mm. he died in Halo, but he's alive. He's, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's here. He's here. Yeah. It's, and it's basically the same explanation I've seen used for how Boba Fett didn't actually die, uh, in Return of the Jedi. Uh, they just didn't like the taste of him. Yeah. Yeah. Which... Look, they've got to come back to this, right? Like in this section, they don't. But I, re- if 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 Nyland like leaves it at that, and there's no weird reveal or something like that as to what really happened or something, I'm going to actually be quite pissed off because that's just some serious shenanigans right there. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Yeah, Avery Avery Johnson. He is he was modeled after uh, one of the dudes in Aliens. Uh, uh, character was it the drill sergeant? Because I always thought of the uh, I always thought of the master sergeant or whatever. Uh, sergeant is. Sergeant Apone is Apone is uh, who Avery Johnson is modeled after. That's the one. I always yep. imagined him <laughs> when I was thinking of, oh, that's great. <laughs> that's perfect. Cause that's, that's absolutely uh, uh, what I imagined. When, yeah, uh, exactly. So, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Or also uh, it was like somewhere between there and Carl Weathers in, uh, in predator. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense too. Yeah. Um, so they they uh Master Chief Docs, they meet he meets up with Sergeant Johnson. There's some like tense moments because Master Chief is like, you were dead. And then it's like, nah, it's all cool. And then they do the 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 Arnold uh Carl Weathers yeah. like handshake <laughs> and <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um <laughs> They got you. Got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> we could go on like this. We, we can just keep doing keep, this. keep doing it. Um, it's not just the departed people. It's just we it's, got other no. We got and other you know what? I've, in this I hat. I got to. I just got to get an audio file to play it because I forgot to say that we're putting the body in the mash. And oh, we're, we put the body in the mash. The, the body's going in the mash right now. Um, so um, we really should include just the, that clip. Put the body in the mash. Put the um, body in the mash. So, okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> I I heard. What is that? I heard <laughs> footsteps, and I was just I was I was predicting a Camilla open of the door uh, that didn't, okay. and it just didn't happen. It's fair. I mean, that's, for those of you who are only listening who have not got the visuals, Kevin just like looked paranoid over his shoulder and then turned back immediately grumbling. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I don't feel good. I'm not, I don't like this This fucking Baba Duke or something. I don't know. Yeah. This this is some bullshit. I don't believe some bullshit. Is it malignant back there? Uh, What am I? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't want to deal with this. (sighs) Samara from the ring. She's, she's back there. 
she's just yeah. like hanging out, waiting just, for me to look. Hanging. I'm not going to look at her. You know, that's no. how, that's how the seven days happens. Just let it happen. If it's going to happen, let it happen. You don't need to see that shit. Did you know? Tangent. Did you know that those uh, movies are based on a book? Uh, the, uh, and that the so Ringu, the Japanese yeah. movie, is based on uh, a, a book. And the what I didn't realize is that the Gore Verbinski movie, The Ring, the, a lot of people assumed was a remake of Ringu. Uh-huh. Uh, was actually a read a- readaptation of the original novel and is apparently closer to the novel than the Japanese version of the movie. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. For feel free to reach out and correct again. me if I'm wrong, but it was I um, watch that movie again. I think it was Pim. Pim told me. Um, yeah. Well, I I trust Pim's uh, Pim. They are opinion. good. They they know their horror stuff. So I'm gonna yeah yeah. I'm gonna let them. You know, <laughs> that's they're an authority I can get behind. Yeah, that that's. I'm a horror guy, and I'm I'm still with a guy. Oh, Pim's okay. Well, then yeah, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, where were we? Okay, chapter six. Um, Master Chief Cortana and Johnson talk about how unlikely it is that he was uninfected. Yeah. What, are you, what are you gonna do? Um, what are you gonna do? Uh, that's essentially what they leave it at. Yes, yeah. <laughs> what are, for all intents and purposes. What are you gonna do on the Pelican? No, what are you gonna do? So, aside from Johnson uh, on the Pelican, is an ODST named Locklear who seems mm-hmm. like an asshole. But what ODST hasn't seemed like an asshole yet? I think that is kind of standard. Um, uh, Haverson, who is a lieutenant with the ONI, and Petty Warrant Officer Pulaski, who is the pilot. And or as I like to put it, we've assembled our D&D party. <laughs> we've got intelligence. We've got the grunt. We've got a pilot. This is just shadow run. We've this got is, a rigger. We've got, you know, who, the face. The slicer. Is that a, yeah. is that a shadow run thing? Or a decker. A, a yeah, decker. Yeah, there we like go. Just, it's called yeah, a decker in shadow run. <laughs> the street samurai. We've got, we've got everybody <laughs> present and accounted for. Roll your D20. And let it just everyone's got their little specialty. Let's let's get on with it. I want to play an intelligence officer, but it doesn't make sense that he'd be out. No, it's fine. Just put it in. I put don't it care. in there. It's we'll, fine. Put it in. Put we'll make in. it work. I don't I'll, care. We'll come up. We'll come up with a. We'll come up with an explanation and then, later. And then care. one of them says, "But I want to. I want to play vampire instead." And like we right. <laughs> and then somebody else says, "Well, I want to play a game where you fucking do something. How about that? How about that? How about that?" <laughs> Drinking wine. No. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, I just hate. I just hate that you're right. Well, you know, I, I, the only thing I the only thing I really know about vampire is 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 from what you've told me and what the two episodes of Oops All Monsters uh, went off about on vampire um, uh, a couple weeks ago. So I think uh, if you haven't listened, vampire vampire has the potential. To uh to absolutely do that if you've got the if you basically just kind of sit and play with your dick uh if you if if you've got if you've got too indulgent of a storyteller yes absolutely it's like I want to be a sexy vampire well I want to be a sexy vampire I want to be a, all right fine everyone's dressed as the crow fuck it doesn't matter everyone's sexy vampires I everyone's do, sexy vampires I do appreciate that you the the companion thing that you wrote for Vampire the Masquerade. And is still for sale on Drive Through RPG. Um, Please buy Clan Book Matango. 
I appreciate that the the Matango are pretty pretty grotesque looking. Uh, I really like gross vampires better than <laughs> I oh I I got over my I want to be a sexy vampire phase when I was sixteen or seventeen and and I've wanted to play gross and scary monsters ever since. So I think it's the right way. It's the right way. This is the it's way. Right way. Yeah. Halo. Uh, Halo. Oh yes, we're talking about Halo. Halo. We're, <laughs> we're back. Um, we're back. Okay, so Master Chief lays out a plan. All right, they're going to take the flagship by arming the pelican with mines and piloting the longsword into it while Cortana jumps aboard the flagship and hacks its we- its forward weapons and shields. And the reason they need to do this is because the pelican nor the longsword have a slip space engine. So, yes. They can't they literally cannot go anywhere. Um, yeah, they, 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 they can't head back to earth. They can't, uh, they can't do anything. Yeah. They're just yeah. stuck. So they load up the, the Pelican with the mines and they all cram aboard the long sword. Uh, <laughs> and the entire time Sergeant Johnson plays heavy metal music. Uh, yes. Got a real <laughs> kick out of that. They try to dress it up. Like it's something else. Like it's like, they basically say it's a precursor to that. And people still complain as if it's, uh, as if it's like classical music or something, but right. we, we know, we, we know, know that this is, this is, this is when, you know, uh, Dragula is playing in the background or something. So <laughs> Sergeant Johnson, big time yeah. Rob Zombie fan. Absolutely. <laughs> we all know what all scene know. this is. Yeah. They, um, and the, so they, they do it. They maneuver around the, the fighters, uh, the covenant fighters go after the Pelican instead of them. And they crash land right into right into the Covenant ship. And the chapter ends with, that was the easy part. <laughs> right. <laughs> pretty much. Chapter seven, uh, Cortana gets a readout of the ship. The personnel is actually pretty light, and it's mostly engineers with a company of grunts and only 100 elites. Um, when they get on board, Master Chief has issues with the way Locklear just kind of kills some of the engineers without actually... They're, oh yeah, he just like kills them, and and they and they're kind of and they kind of make them uh, cute, yeah, in, in a way. Well, uh, the engineers are the f- the floaty tentacle cloud dudes, yeah. right? Yeah, um, with with a little telekinesis, I think, and yeah. uh, he just like sh- blow, he just like shoots them, and Mass Chief's like, don't don't do it. come on, man, don't don't do that. <laughs> they don't, don't do they don't carry they don't, they can't do anything to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not. Doing any, yeah, just don't, he basically, just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. They're actually, they remind me a little bit of the, uh, in Mass Effect, uh, on the, what's it, the the big station, the Citadel. Uh, There was those, those little weird, like, engineer dudes. They're like little green praying mantis looking dudes that were just yeah. like, just like, please don't disturb them. We don't know what they do, but they keep the Citadel running. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. It's like, we don't know what they do, but they, they, they're pretty cool. They're pretty so cool. And they just, just kind of fix everything on the Citadel. So leave them Don't alone. ask questions. Just <laughs> <laughs> let them All do right. it. <laughs> Pro- you're probably right. Yeah. Just let them do it. <laughs> So, uh, so, uh, they, they're fighting through the corridors. Sergeant Johnson's really enjoying himself. Says, this is an old fashioned Turkey shoot. Um, (laughs) Cortana gets inserted into the ship's computers to start working on various things. And she knows the covenant systems are very different and that that makes sense. Um, she begins. Yeah. Yeah. 
She begins making electronic ghosts of Master Chief in the group so that the elites are, elites are thrown off um, uh, from the right path. And then Cortana has a battle of her own inside the computer system dealing with the other AI. And right. at one point, uh, while she's dealing with the other AI, she vents oxygen from a certain part of the ship. <laughs> And suffocates a bunch of elites. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just one more massacre. Fuck it. Fuck it. You know? It's it's pretty brutal. She does. Just kills this room full of people. I mean, I know it's Coven and everything, but god damn. <laughs> yeah. God damn, Cortana. Uh, so as they continue and fight, fighting their way sh- through the ship, Cortana figures out that they need to keep the engineers alive because they're the only ones who know how to do it. Um, right. It, do it, meaning fix the ship. Fix the ship. Yeah. <laughs> do the ship. They're do good the at ship. doing the ship. Let's just leave it at that. Debbie does the flagship. Does the flight. Yeah. Does the. Does the, the, the flagship. The, the, the flagship. Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. Um, Dallas and from at, Alien. Dallas from Alien. Captain Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Skerritt, man. Uh, <laughs> anyway, an elite in black armor. And from what we understand, I think the black armored elites are supposed to be like really high up there in on yeah. their on the the high muckety mucks. Yeah, uh, ex- extra big nasty. Yeah, yeah. Extra big nasty. They show up with an one of the, uh, the this shows up with an energy blade and starts attacking. Yeah. And uh, chapter eight begins with Master Chief fighting the elite in hand to hand combat, and Haverson and Pulaski are trying to shoot it and they can't. And Haverson gets sliced in the chest with the energy blade. And you're yeah. like, oh, is this the rap on Haverson? Uh, it's not. <laughs> no. Uh, the other Covenant ships realize what's going on and just begin firing on the flagship. Uh, the Elite is getting the better of Master Chief. And uh, Johnson and Locklear begin unloading into it. Uh, and while the Elite is like sawing through the Majolnir armor. Yeah, the Majolnir. Um but yeah, Master Chief's not in good shape. He's the armor's the shield is broken, the armor's getting cut, he's starting to bleed, and nobody makes Master Chief bleed his own blood. Nope. One of the shots gets through, and Master Chief uses this to push the elite off of him and into escape an escape pod and launches him off the bridge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he uh he alien queens the little motherfucker. It's uh it's, it's nice. Pretty great. It's a good move. Yeah. yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Haverson is still alive. He's in a lot of pain, but he's he's alive. Uh, Cortana tries to help the, the gang disable the holds on the nav computer, but it was a trap planted by the enemy AI that tricks them into disabling the slip space drive. Yes, which is interesting because they they make a point of saying that they, they assumed, uh, well, they, they, they believe that the Covenant had no AI, that that was not something that they... Uh, yeah, had created, but they do. It's just very weird, and yeah. not. Uh, it's not like the, the UNSC's AI, which is very much a like created to be like a person, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Covenant AI just is a bit more alien. Well, and it seems to follow rules that are less based in logic and more based in the weird um, religious commune that uh that makes up the covenant so right uh yeah it's interesting it's 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 a really interesting way of looking at it the idea of an ai being somewhat illogical right uh, yeah following their own rules yeah 
Yeah. Um, okay, so that happens. And then uh, Master Chief grabs one of the engineers and is like, all right, Cortana, translate. Uh, tell him to fix the engine. And the engineer is like, yeah. And Master Chief's <laughs> like, oh. And oh. Uh, the engineer goes, yeah, hurry this way. And yeah. Master Chief's like, okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it because they basically say like, it, it, um, he says, he says, he, he tells Cortana to like, tell him like, Hey, I, I need you to follow me in here so we can fix the ship. And, uh, Cortana translates the alien basically saying, Oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> oh, thank God. All right. Somebody's okay. Great. Yeah. The, it's pretty cool because it shows the engineers don't really have a, a, a dog in the fight. They the don't. only dog in the fight is the ship itself. Yeah. The only thing they care about is doing their job, which is. Yeah. They like repairing things. Yeah. It's, that's just what they're there that's for. That's what they're there for. That's what they do. Um, yeah. So uh, meanwhile, Cortana is working on the shields and plasma cannons and is furious over what the Covenant AI did to trick her. Um, and she's also taking evasive maneuvers with the flagship around the planet threshold. She's trying to do like a, a slingshot maneuver. And she gets snippy when Pulaski's like, you know, you're you're a little tight to the planet. You might want to pull up. And Cortana's like, yeah. I, okay, I know how to fly, lady. I beg your pardon. And then uh, there's a concussion blast that pushes them too close to the planet and makes it so they can't have an exit exit vector out of the gravity yeah. of the planet. Uh, Pulaski was right. You know, you maybe, yeah. maybe listen to the pilot Cortana. <laughs> yeah. We know that you can do everything Cortana. We know you're min max to shitting back, but, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe listen to the pilot. Yeah. That's, that's crazy enough idea to work. Yeah. Oh, the consequences of my own actions. <laughs> exactly. Cortana was <laughs> recorded as saying, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is where Cortana starts getting into, like, she was kind of sassy before, but now she's actually getting into kind of like, you're, you're kind of being a jerk. Yeah. Uh, Cortana. <laughs> well, that's one of the things that what that uh, Master Chief notes is like, Cortana's been a little weird since she got out of the uh, Forerunner computer. <laughs> right. Right. Huh. Huh. Um, and we skipped ahead a little bit in these books, and, and uh, yeah, he's not wrong to notice he's that. He's not wrong to notice that. Things get weirder. In the future. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, the uh, Master Chief is w hanging out with the engineer, and he's just, he just thinks it's so neat that the engineers don't have enemies. They just want to do their jobs. Yeah. Um, they are precious. They are downright adorable. They're precious. They're little pink blobby clouds. They're like, yeah. they're like more or less floating jellyfish, kind of, yeah. right? Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pull up the picture. Um, yeah, let's let's confirm that engineers. Yeah, Halo. they're they're a little more horrifying than uh, than maybe uh, <laughs> maybe maybe more horrifying than I'm giving them credit for. But you know, yeah, yeah, but uh, but cute, cute, but cute in a way, in their own way. Yeah, in their own way. Yeah, yeah. sort of. Yeah, kind of. It's, it's just, like a oh look. Okay, I found some chibi pictures of now. Nah, that's adorable. Oh, chibi. Chibi Halo uh, Engineer. That'll help. That'll help. Oh. Yeah, see? Yeah. So much better. That's great. Yeah. Oh, oh, and there's a Pokemon that looks like uh Halo. Oh, somebody uh 
Halo Combat Evolve. Uh, what's this? Oh, oh yeah, the the, the- Shock and Tent Tentashock. Is that a real thing, or is this I just some deviant? I think this is. I think this is fan art. Oh, looks good though. Looks neat. Anyway, um, anyway. all right. That was we went off on a tangent a little bit there, but it was Halo related. Halo related. I want full credit for that. Uh, so they fight their way through, and you'll get that credit. Uh, they fight their way. Uh, Master Chief and Master Chief and and his good buddy, the engineer. Uh, they fight their way through some grunts. Uh, the engineer picks up a gun for him and fixes it and gives it to him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't know. I feel like the engineers aren't actually a fan of the covenant. It's just they're so yeah. they're so like passive that they're like, oh, okay, we'll work on your ship. I guess probably. I mean, you got to <laughs> figure m- most of the people who are part of the covenant aren't. Uh, are not really volunteering yeah. uh, to be a part of this. It, you get the impression it was a join or die kind of situation. Right. So. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Uh, Master Chief. Uh, uh, okay. So the engineer restores the power to the slip space generator, but Cortana replies that it's too late because we're going to die. Um, yeah. Chapter nine. Um, Cortana weighs whether it's worth trying to make a slip space jump while in Threshold's atmosphere. Um, but then she actually starts looking into the Covenant slip space engines and realizing, wait a minute, I might actually be able to do this. Uh, these are really precise. Like, so basically, the UNSC slip space engine works by just brute force tearing a hole in this fabric of time and space. Yes. Yes. I loved this detail. I thought this was great. The, uh, the difference. Between yeah. The technology. And the covenant, it's like, Oh, it just like opens a pinhole, the size needed ex- just in, in space time. And the ship goes through it. And yeah. I was like, that's interesting. Um, that's really interesting. And with how specific and precise it is, you could possibly jump from the atmosphere of one planet to the atmosphere of another planet. Um, yeah. And she's, yeah, you don't need, you don't need as much, um, yeah. Uh, room for error basically. And she's like, well, why doesn't the covenant do this? And, uh, at the time that she's plotting it, one of the, the covenant AIs yells heresy at her, um, yes. for trying to do that, which I thought was a neat detail. Like what, why would it be heresy to jump into the the atmosphere of another planet? <laughs> right. It's it's so weird. And it's like I was talking about before, where it's just like it's not logical necessarily. And that's pretty neat, actually. Yeah. That's that's really interesting. The AI is something you don't see often. The AI is religious, so to speak. Right. Yeah, that, I mean that's not something. Yeah, I've heard a lot about uh, in in ga- uh, games in uh, in sci-fi. In the yeah, past. it's really neat. So the um, Master Chief leaves the the one engineer to his own devices because it starts like just repairing other things in the engine room. Um, he comes back. Another engineer is helping Pulaski fix the door control panels. And then he he comes onto the bridge and a third engineer begins repairing Master Chief's shield generator on his suit. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's kind of neat. Chief and Haverson. You want to keep him around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chief, Chief and Haverson uh, have a disagreement about what to do next. Master Chief says he is tactical command and Haverson acknowledges that Master Chief has tactical command. 
because he's O&I and he knows that Mass Chief's on a mission that kind of takes priority over basically everybody. Um, and that was capture a Covenant ship, get to Covenant space, do the thing. Uh, and uh, Chief's like, I gotta, I gotta do my mission still. And the rest of the his party is like, come on, man, we're all like level one and you're level 20 and we're all tired. Right. Like you're not, this isn't happening with your current, uh, because Chief's like, well, I got the Covenant ship. <laughs> right. And they're like, yes. Yes. But <laughs> a lot of other stuff has shifted. So maybe we could shift this. Uh, maybe the UNSC maybe. doesn't really have a Navy right now. So maybe we want to yeah. ho- ho- slow that, slow your roll a little bit. Yeah, um, just a little bit. Uh, Havers- Which, yeah, I, I'm with them on that. I was yeah. with Haverson's plan was like, let's take this ship back to earth and reverse engineer the slip space engine and and the cannons and all the stuff that they have up on us. Yeah. Um, and Cortana's chimes in and is like, yeah, actually, I agree with that guy. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, John, Johnny boy, um, Johnny, Johnny, old boy, old pal. But then Cortana's like, but we can't take it back back to Earth uh, because it, there's a subsection of the Cole protocol that states that if you have captured a covenant ship, you're not allowed to take it back to Earth until you can 100% guarantee there is no tracking devices on the ship. Yeah. Um, so they are like, well, what do we do? And Mass Chief's like, uh, what do we take it to reach? Then it was like, okay, weird pull, but sure. Yeah, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> There's, there is there is a level of like that uh, that John Mulaney joke about just like like okay I'll allow it but I'm keeping my eye on you <laughs> so so random so um yeah <laughs> um so uh and he and Mass Chief's like well either the Covenant glassed it and moved on and there's no one there or the Covenant are still there, but they won't fire on us because we're in a Covenant ship and then we can just leave. Right. And they're like, well, fine. Um, so uh, Johnson calls in over the comm and says, holy shit, one of the, one of the cryo tubes has a Spartan in it. Get down here, Master Chief, and Master Chief leaves. Uh, yep. Chapter 10, real short one. Haverson murders the shit out of the engineer that yeah. that fixed master chief shields just just and and here's the thing it's 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 tough because his reasoning ends up being sound but it's still i still don't like him i don't like him either i mean yeah. it, it, the way he, it was described like he holds the gun up at the engineer and the engineer like picks up its his like little tentacles and starts like prodding at the gun and then right. he shoots it in the fucking face. It's extra cruel. It's and then he's like, "Hey, listen, that engineer just uh, helped repair Majolnir armor here, and uh, and if uh, he gets back to the Covenant, we have no reason to believe that he doesn't have secrets that he's taken from repairing you. So we had to do it. Yeah. And you're like, uh, I guess, yeah. I mean, like, it's 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 very much a uh, it's very much a uh, the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Like, no, no, Donnie, you're just an asshole. Right. <laughs> yeah. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> No, that wasn't Donnie. That was um Oh uh, 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 uh Walter. Walter. No Walter, no, you're no, just an asshole. No, Walter, you're just am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I'm, I wrong? Okay. No, I'm staying. I'm finishing okay. my coffee. I'm finishing my coffee. 
Yeah. So he finishes his coffee uh, and it kills the engineer. Yeah. And Cortana was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your AI is like, that's a little fucked up. Um, and then uh, he also talks to Cortana. He's like, oh, by the way, I know he really just wants to go to Reach and, uh, to search for the other Spartans. Yeah. Um, and uh, so now we're in chapter 11, which takes us away from the action. Bold move. Um, uh, it, it, real brief. It's 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 just a it's a chapter featuring the UNSC High Command. They're talking to Lieutenant Wagner, who authored the report about what happened to Reach. Um, and on the High Command is Ackerson, who I believe we is in the Fall of Reach book. He's like okay. the um, scientist who is the um, he's like the counterpoint to Halsey. He like works on other shit. Like there's Halsey's Spartan project pro- program, and Ackerman is doing other s- shady science stuff. Anyway, Ackerman Ackerman's a, or Ackerson, uh, not Ackerman. Ackerson is a real piece of shit, and yeah. at one point says he's glad the Spartans and those freaks are gone. And one of the other generals was like, listen here, you piece of shit. They right. saved my life so many times. They've killed more uh, more Covenant than three, three uh, ODST regiments combined. Like, you're going to say talk about them with respect. Yeah, God um, damn it, you're going to respect them. You're going to respect them. Yeah. Um, but the high command's like, but there's no reason to go back to reach. Uh, <laughs> much. Uh, even though they talk about the way the covenant glassed the planet was not, according to the report, it might not have been as thorough as the way they glassed other planets because they didn't have, because uh. most of the fleet chased after the pillar of autumn and that there was a few, only a few left to do the glassing and they started at the poles. So perhaps in the middle of the planet, there are some safety zones. Ah, how very convenient. How convenient for the Spartans. Uh, well, well. Um, and something interesting to note that I picked up in that chapter was that the people that live in the inner colonies and Earth have no idea, like the civ- civilians have no idea mm. how close the UNSC is to losing the war. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know what? Fair. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. Let's keep that morale up. <laughs> yeah, we don't have Tucker Carlson talking about how, I don't know, the, the government seems pretty close to the, seems closer to our Christian forefathers than the demo rats. <laughs> he would do that. He would. He absolutely would. Yes. Piece of shit. Um, that's, that's it. That's the first part of, uh, that's the end of section one. So we covered section zero and section one. Uh, and that is a little over, that's almost a third of the book ish. Yeah. We're about a third of the way through. Um, Phil, what do you think so far? It's good. Uh, the halo, the halo books are nothing if not consistent, uh, uh, consistently solid, Good military sci-fi. Nyland is a is a really solid writer. I'm concerned about some of this retconning uh, that seems to be going on uh, with uh, no, the flood didn't kill me. Oh, and 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 there are parts of Reach that are fine. It's like uh, okay, 
okay. Okay. All right. Let's see what you do. Let's see what you do. Let's, let's see what you let's do. see how it goes. You know, we're yeah. we're yeah. fine. So, um, yeah, so and I'm, Fall I'm, of Reach. I'm, I'm optimistic. When did Fall was Fall of Reach published? Uh, when was Fall of Reach published? That was was it 2000? 2001. October thirtieth, okay. two thousand one. Yeah, and this was two thousand three, if I'm remembering correctly. And it was okay. So the Fall of Reach came out the month before Halo Combat Evolved came out. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it, it seems like all right. We released Fall of Reach. We released Halo Combat Evolved. Halo Combat Evolved is huge. It's going to keep going. Yeah. Um, uh, we got a uh, like some of the characters that like. Okay, by the way, no, Master Chief wasn't the only survivor of uh, Halo, clearly. Right. Because of, um, what's it, uh, the the, pel- the people that he meets on the Pelican afterwards, um, yeah. Avery Johnson and company. So clearly some peop- other people got off Halo. Yeah. It, w- it wasn't a one-man, one-man survivor. So, um, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, yeah. 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 All right. I don't like retconning, but it's, it yeah, is. Yeah, but I'm, you it know, Nyland's a good writer, so we'll, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt for now. Well, yeah. And it was probably, and I, I guarantee it's not his call. Well, that's a fair point. No, it, you're, it's right, like, you're right. It's, it's like, by the way, uh, the, these characters and they have to be alive. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know what, that's a good point. We're, we're dealing with a lot of right for hire stuff here. You got to remember that. That's totally fair. Yeah. Um, because he wrote the first one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, our uh, friend of the show, um, what's his name? Uh who wrote oh, the uh, Deets? De, yeah, William, William Bill Deets. Bill Deets wrote number Bill two, Dietz. Uh, which was the flood, and uh, yes. he's and Eric Nyland wrote number three, first strike. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Deets had obviously wrote some details in there, almost entirely from the game, but yeah. um, it was very clear in the game and in the book that no one else survived. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's and 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 and. If some Marines uh, survived or some Spartans survived, why not? Yeah, yep. Why not? Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep lives. Yeah, yep lives. Um, all right. So that all being said, uh, now time for the the part of the show that we all we all know and love. What are you playing? Ah. It always surprises me each and every time. Each and every time. Uh, I have played very little, actually. Um, I uh, have, uh, for the past week or so, I've been in Virginia for a playwriting festival. Virginia. Yeah, southwestern Virginia. Uh, And uh, I I got to see one of my shows uh, produced for Full Staged Reading, got to meet some other cool playwrights and uh, do some edits and and just really dug my heels in on the whole theater major thing uh, uh, for for a little while. And uh, yeah, it was really nice. And there was a sheets uh, and I, I got to I got sure. to have some some Western Pennsylvania joy briefly. There you go. Um, and uh, but 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 I will say uh, the day I was meant to leave, I was going to leave the house at like noon so I could get there 
early afternoon. Uh, no, I was going to leave in the morning or something. And I ended up playing like two, three hours of hi-fi rush. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I got it. It's out a little, little later than I meant. I'm still really enjoying this game. Um, it's uh, I'm still, I get around not as good, I think as other people who might be more used to uh, the, you know, beat up games that require those kind of button combinations and sure. the rhythm and everything. But it's, it's so damn fun to play that uh, I, I don't mind taking that extra time and, and having a little extra yeah. concentration to do it. I, I'm definitely, I mean, this is, this is, if, if this doesn't end up in my games of the year list, uh, it means that 2023 was an unprecedented year of riches uh, sure. when it comes to video games. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. It's just, it's just so solid uh, all the way down. Now, that's basically it for me. Kevin, what have you been playing? I finished uh, Pizza Tower. Um, oh shit. How was that? It's good. It's, it's a good game. It's a, it's very much in the vein of Wario four. It's a Wario like uh, you play this guy. His name is uh, Pepino. He has a he has a pizza shop and uh, there's a there's a this dude, uh, Mr. Pizza or Pizza Face. Uh, he builds a pizza tower and he's going to put Pepino out of business. And Pepino's like, I, I got to deal with that. So you got to fight your way up the tower that. with different levels. And the creativity in the levels is uh, amazing. So you have a bunch of different. Uh, there's there's like four different floors that you have to go you have to work your way up and there's uh, a bunch of different levels per floor like four I think four levels per floor except on the last one there's three um, and on the last one there are um, there's the creativity is off the charts in the last last floor um, nice. you have a level where you are going through a uh, a haunted, um, uh, like Chuck E. Cheese with animatronics and it's called don't make a sound. Um, Love it. and if you get, <laughs> if you, if one of the security robots sees you, you get jump scared. Oh, for Pete's sake. Oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but it's, it's a wonderful, delightful game there. It's dripping with character. The art style is amazing. It looks like it was uh, it was created in uh, Microsoft Paint, uh, uh -huh. and it's amazing. It has that uh, liquid television like uh, style to it. Also, it reminds me a little bit of also old Adult Swim with things yeah. like uh, uh, home movies. Um, yep, hundred percent. It's it's a fun game. The con it it you could tell that this was a definite labor of love um, because of how much effort was put into it uh, on every level, uh, how much detail, I shouldn't say effort, but detail was put into it on every level. Right. Right. Um, a lot of games require or a lot of effort, but it's, it's the, it's the little details that you can, uh, when somebody is really loving, uh, or wanting to put out something that they love um, where you notice it. So yeah, pizza tower. That's, that's what that's I was, fantastic. that's what I was playing. Um, I've also been playing, um, uh, what is it? Uh, dead Island. 
Oh, oh, um, what, the uh, the original. I'm the sorry. original. They, they, the definitive the sequel's coming out soon. The right? sequel is coming out soon, and um, it it might be it might be a bullet time episode. Um, oh, well. Yeah, I, uh, I I I pitched it to. Uh, to our, our friend Hot Cider, and uh, oh. because I know Jesse Garasha is a huge fan of of Dead Island and Dying Light, and you know as as am I, and we know that Dead Island Two is coming out, so uh, I figured it might be a good time to to pop that one on a calendar at some point. Um, oh, I mean that's that's uh, from my memory of Dead Island. I mean it's kind of the definition. Of what bullet time's about. That yeah, kind of a shooter that missed its mark. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, six point five to seven <laughs> out of ten. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to love about Dead Island. And I won't get in uh into it now, but there's also a lot of stuff that uh not to love about Dead Island. Um so Who do you voodoo, bitch? Who do you voodoo, bitch? Um yes. uh, things that go bump in the nights. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's me. Sam it's B. Been ten, it's been 10 <laughs> years since I played that game, and that still pops into my head from time to time. It's voodoo, you voodoo, bitch. Uh, what a ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous song. Good for them. Good, Good for, for them. them. It's an earworm yeah. that will last earworm. until the end of time. And it's got Absolutely. a re- It's referenced in Dying Light 2. In the beginning of Dying Light 2, you're walking around exploring this house. And you find a copy, a vinyl record of Who Do You Voodoo? Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. You can't play it, but it's there. <laughs> right. That's probably for the best. Probably for the best. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 what I've been playing. And um, nice. You know, all that. Uh, and I also starting some other stuff on my Steam Deck. Uh, okay. I randomly picked up Deliver Us to Mars. Um, oh, I've heard good things about that. Yeah, I have no idea. I've, I I know almost nothing about it other than I've heard good things, uh, <laughs> which is... Deliver Us Mars. Deliver yeah. Us Mars, that's it. Yeah, yeah, this looks fun. Yeah, um, and and so that's, that's about it. Nice. So uh, that'll bring us to the end of our episode tonight. If... You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PixelitPod. Uh, we also have a TikTok, right? We have a we have a, yes, we have we a do. TikTok PixelitPod. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, I told you what happened on TikTok, right? I I fired up my oh, and <laughs> yeah. it's like I was like, oh, okay, just dead animals apparently on my for you page. Yeah, your your algorithm's fucked apparently. I'm not coming back. Bye. <laughs> um, but Phil runs the Pixelit Pod account on on TikTok, so you know. <laughs> yeah, on there. Check out some clips. It's a big old clip show over there. It's a big it's old clip show over there. Um, yeah. And where our YouTube channel is almost at 100 subscribers. It actually might yes, be at 100 is. subscribers by the time this episode comes out. But uh, it's it's growing over there. Um, so I am I'm happy to see that. Uh, also, go to our website, pixelitpod.com. There you can join our Discord. You can join the mailing list and get episodes early. You can download the transcripts from episodes. Uh, they're automated, but, you know, that's that's as close as we're going to be able to get right now. Um, yep. 
And uh, that'll do it for tonight's episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening and have a good evening. Who do you voodoo, bitch? <laughs>